Well, do please sit down. I do hope you've had a, a great uh, time over Christmas. I guess there are two uh, big problems with Christmas, aren't there? One is uh, overeating and the other is watching too much telly or too many uh, computer games. Well, um, I thought, how can I try and sort out at least one of those problems? I know. Uh, because television isn't very good for the eyes, we'll have a little uh, eye test this morning to see how our eyes are doing. Shall we do that? I'm going to need somebody to help me in a moment. But before I do, let me tell you, I went to the opticians because I haven't got very good eyesight. And I said, I can't see things in the distance. And he took me outside and he said, can you see the sun up there? I said, yeah. He said, how much further do you want to see? So he wasn't very helpful. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to... That's a terrible gag, isn't it? But it is Christmas. It is Christmas. Thank you for laughing. Uh, I, I, need a, I need a helper. I need somebody to help me to see how we're doing with, um, uh, how we're doing with our eyesight. We're really going to look at our spiritual eyesight today. But anybody want to, uh, want to help me with their, with, with their, with their eyesight? This, is, this talk isn't going to go very well unless I have one volunteer. Either that, I'm going to drag an adult out. So that, now we see that the adult's pushing their children forward. Somebody going to help me? Golly, I should have done something on spiritual exercise. They can't even get out of their seats. Oh, lovely, over there, right, come on, come on, help me. Lovely, 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 lovely. Fantastic. It's very easy. Um, Martin, would you just um, help us go to the opticians? Come and have a sit down. Have you been to the opticians before? No. Never been to the opticians, that's fine. I'll t- it's very simple. Um, uh, you just have to read, can, you can read letters, can't you? So you can read those things very clearly. Now, before you do, let's put some glasses on you. I've got a few options here. Um, it's very kind of you to come and help. There's the sort of, uh, the, um, the Elton John. Do you fancy those? Yeah? yeah, have a little look with those, see how you do with those. There's the uh, Dame Edna Redbridge. Like those? Do you like Dame Edna? Dame Edna? No, you like those. Do you think they're cool? There's the uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, those, okay, right, okay. Now all you have to do is you have to read, read the letters, and before you do, have a good look, and, uh, and then I have to do this, and I have to say, now which is clearer? A or B? A B. And the more you do it, the more you get worried. Do you think they both look the same to me and I can't work it out? Do you know that feeling when you go to the opticians? It just gets worse, doesn't it? A, B. A, B. I, oh, I hate that moment. Well, have a read. What can you see? First line? C. C, very good. Second line? A-N. A-N, very good. Third line? A-B-L. These are good glasses. And the last line? Oh, a blind man. Oh, well done. Oh, that's very good. Now, you can see well with those. That's very good. So, is it A or B? No, we've done that, haven't we? Okay, that's very helpful. If you'd like to take those off. You've done very well with that because, um, you see, I didn't think you were going to be able to do that last line. Uh, Martin, can you just push the uh, button? There we are. You see, it actually says that. It says, can a blind man lead a blind man? That's a good question. If you ever ever go to the opticians, they'll never ask you that question. Thank you very much for helping me. That's very kind. There we are. Oh. No, you see, did you spot it? You see, it actually says, can a blind man lead a blind man? And uh, you, uh, I'd like to just uh, point out two things to you today, and they both come from Luke chapter 6. Here's the first uh, up on the screen. It's the fault of the spiritually blind. And it comes in verse 39, if you happen to have your Bible open, but there's no need to turn it if you don't want to. It says, Jesus said this, can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? Well, of course, the answer is yes. Uh, you see, there are sometimes we think we can see, but we can't actually see. I wonder how many of you were reading that thinking, yeah, I can see that. C, A, N, A. 
and then you didn't really see uh, the big point. Martin, can you just uh, flick the, the screen over? There we are, the fault of the spiritually blind. I wonder if you could see that. Could you see? You can see, but you can't see. Did you, did you notice that? You saw the C-A-N, but you didn't read it, did you? You couldn't see, can a blind man lead a blind man? Maybe you could. Now, you see, uh, spiritual blindness is like that. People think they can see, but they can't see anything at all. They can read the letters, but they can't see what the letters say. I often find this with people. They read the Bible, and they don't understand it. And they can know about Jesus, but they don't actually know who he is. Again and again, I meet people who have been to church for years. People have heard about Jesus. They don't know that he is no less than God himself. They say to me, he's just a good man. No, he wasn't. He wasn't just a good man. He was a great moral teacher. Well, he was, but that wasn't all he was. They'll say things like that. He's a prophet. No. Well, he was, but he was more than that, you see. And so they can see, but they can't see. That's spiritual blindness. And the danger of spiritual blindness, Jesus says, is that we lead others astray. Can a blind man lead a blind man? No. Will they not both fall into a pit? Yes, they will. And you see, the great danger in the country at the moment is there are many leaders who can't see spiritually. People who lead the nation. They don't have anything to do with following the Lord Jesus. So they can't see the bigger picture. They'll lead us into all sorts of things that aren't helpful for us. There are church leaders, believe it or not, who can't see spiritually. They don't understand things. They will lead us into a pit if we follow them. There are people who lead our teachers who can't see spiritually, whether they be uh, school teachers or teachers of uniformed organisations or parents, people who lead people but can't see spiritually. I wonder if that's you. You see, most of us lead people when we think about it, don't we? Most of us lead someone. All parents here. Are you able to instruct your children about Jesus? Can you see clearly? Because if you can't see clearly, you'll lead them astray. Do you see them, are you able to teach them as life viewed through the Bible? When they have ambitions, how are you going to teach them? Uh, When they think about their career, how are you going to teach them? When they're thinking about education, how are you going to teach them? When they ask you about suffering, are you able to answer them? When they ask you about politics or sport or anything, the Bible has something to say on absolutely every area of life. Can we teach them? See, lots of people think they can see and then they can't see. Uh, Well, look, here's a great um, verse for us to pray for ourselves and for leaders in the nation. It's Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18. It says this, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he's called you. That would be a great prayer to pray as we head into the new year. Lord, enlighten the eyes of my heart that I may see clearly the truth uh, of the Bible. Well, there's the first fault then. Uh, the fault of the spiritually blind. Here's the second fault. It's the, spot, the fault of the spirit, of spiritually impaired sight. And it comes a little bit later in this passage. Luke chapter 6, verse 41. Jesus said, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? I wonder if you had to get something out of your eye. Um, Kate Selby, who's on the staff here, had a terrible eye the other day, and Martin Bell, who's uh, pushing the buttons for this, he had to take her to the optician. She had, uh, well, she actually, in, in the end, up, she had an infection in her eye. But have you ever had a little, little bit of grit in your eye, trying to get it out? 
or a gnat, you know, you're riding along on your bicycle and suddenly a gnat uh, flies in and, and you can't see anymore. And, and sometimes you have to go to somebody else and you say, can you, uh, can you look in my eye? You pull it all down, it's all red and... Ugh. You ever, ever done that? Bit of sand when you're on the beach? Horrible when that happens, isn't it? Uh, well, you know, you can't possibly help somebody get something out of their eye if you've got something in your eye that is a bit like this, says Jesus. It's a great picture, isn't it? <laughs> if you've got that in your eye, you won't be able to help somebody get something else out of their eye which is a bit smaller. That's what he says. Uh, why, he says in verse 41, do you look for the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? That would be silly, wouldn't it? How ridiculous. What he's saying here is that um, we can have, our sight can be impaired, can be, can be blocked uh, when we've got things in our lives, great big problems in our lives that we haven't bothered to sort out. I wonder if you've noticed that in people. Now, I notice it in myself, I notice it in others as well. If we've got a problem with our tongue gossiping, which has a, an awful lot of people seem to have a bit of a problem with, it will affect us helping others. Uh, we won't be able to help them in the way that we might. Have you noticed that? Uh, I wonder if uh, I can say to adults, if you are not living your life properly at work, if you've got um, something dodgy going on a bit in your business practices or you're not treating your colleagues well, it will affect your sight. You won't be able to see properly and you won't be able to help others. Uh, children... Uh, if you're being naughty at school all the time, being really unhelpful to the teachers, or if there's something at home that you just won't do, you won't ever be able to see properly. You won't be able to see properly and make good decisions, and you won't be able to help others. That's what Jesus says. See verse 42? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you fail yourself to see the plank in your own eye? It's amazing how people with spiritually impaired eyesight, with great big planks sticking out of their eye, are the ones who usually want to go and sort out the speck in someone else's eye. Do you know why that is? When you've got a big problem in your life, if you can look for little problems in other people's lives, it means that you can usually try and hide this big problem. I mean, nobody, it doesn't, everybody knows it's there, but that's what you do. That's why people gossip. They love pointing out the problems that everyone else has in their, in their lives because it makes them feel better about themselves. Oh, I don't have that problem. They just haven't sorted out the big problem that's in their life, you see. And Jesus says, don't look for the faults in others' lives until you've sorted out the things in your lives. Don't go criticising others all the time. Don't go putting others down to push yourself up. Don't do that. Sort out the problems in your own eye. Once you've done that, then you can go and get the little specks of sawdust and sand and gnats that are in other people's eyes. How can we do that for ourselves? Well, here's one other verse for you. The answer is look in the mirror, isn't it? That's the answer. I've got something in my eye. I can see it if I look in the mirror. And here it is, James chapter 1, verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. He says that's ridiculous. And so James says, uh, what you ought to do every day is look in the Bible. Look in the Bible, it's like a mirror, it will show you what you're really like. It will show you all your faults, which is why a lot of people don't want to read it. It will show you all your faults, but when you get rid of them, then you'll be able to help other people. 
That'd be a good thing to do, wouldn't it? So there's two things to do from what Jesus says here. One is to pray every day that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened. And the other is to look in the Bible every day so that we'd see the faults in our own eyes. And when we get rid of those, then we'll be able to help other people. It's very simple. little trip to the spiritual opticians this morning. After all the television we've been watching, that should sort ourselves out, shouldn't it? So uh, two little things to remember. Read the Bible every day and pray every day. You knew I was going to say that, didn't you? Pray every day that your eyes would be opened uh, and, and read the Bible every day and do what it says. That would be a great thing to do. And that will sort out your and my spiritual eyesight. Well, let's sing. Ding dong, merrily on high. In heaven the bells are ringing because we've got a great Saviour who forgives us uh, for all the things we've done wrong, which is absolutely magnificent and one who wants to help us uh, with our lives. Let's stand as we sing this together.